0: On this week's episode of Living Free with RP, the forecast is calling for Carl Arredondo. He's a former meteorologist, and now he's working for The Lighthouse. Uh, You'll learn all about that in this episode. And he's a huge CrossFitter, so that was awesome. So here is Carl's journey. So just as I always say I want to I would like to welcome you to the show and uh, thank you for taking this time out to be on it
1: well thank you Mike I appreciate it I'm, I know RP is pretty important to us so uh, any chance I have to think uh, to talk about it and uh, maybe educate some people out there I, I try and take that chance so thank you
0: you're welcome that's that's awesome so tell us uh, tell everybody who you are and you know where you're from and all your family, and just a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. Well, I'm Carl Arredondo. I've uh, been a meteorologist since 1985. I've been in the broadcast industry for most of my career until last year, 2019. Uh, After spending uh, uh, 27 and a half years at the CBS station here in New Orleans, I finally felt I had to retire because of my uh, RP, Uh, it gotten worse where I wasn't able to see the uh, monitors clearly, or not clearly, but entirely. So I could only see parts of the monitors at times and during severe weather, you really have to be on top of it. So I knew that I wasn't able to do the job at 100%. So I retired last year from uh, the broadcast industry and uh, joined Lighthouse Louisiana. Uh, They're an organization, there's lots of Lighthouses all across the country. We service uh, people that are blind or low vision, uh, the deaf community and other disabilities. And one of the goals from our CEO when I joined Lighthouse was if I was interested in becoming an orientation and mobility specialist. And me not knowing too much about it, but wanting to do whatever I could at Lighthouse to be a part of the team, I started taking graduate courses last summer To become an O&M specialist and I'm uh, about to start my internship here hopefully next month if things open up across uh, the country. Mm. Uh, I will be a full-time instructor teaching people that are blind or low vision how to travel safely and independently using the white cane so that's my goal by the end of the summer or the fall and take the test to become certified. I have one son who's uh, just graduated last month from college. He graduated with a degree in atmospheric sciences, so he too has followed my footsteps as a meteorologist. And uh, he just now uh, got a job uh, working with a private contractor out of Stennis Air Force Base here, uh, nearby uh, New Orleans in uh, uh, Mississippi. So he will be starting his career soon as a uh, meteorologist and uh, working with the, uh, the National Data Buoy Center. So he will be uh, kind of following my footsteps. And unfortunately, he's had a uh, tear in his retina uh, a year ago. So he, too, will have to be monitored for his eyesight because both sides of his family, his mom's side and my side, we've had a history of detached retinas. So he's been watched closely by my retina specialist for
0: several years now. Oh, wow. So I got to ask because I've never had a weatherman on here. Uh Uh-huh. What's it uh, why what happens when you guys are like wrong with the weather?
1: Well the, the thing is that weather's not an exact science. Unfortunately, when we get computer models and we start reading them, that's taken out of what we what I call a snapshot of the atmosphere. All the readings are taken in the atmosphere at the surface and all in the upper levels and that data sent to big computers in Washington D.C. and they spit out the computer models that we use but as soon as that data is received and gone into computers that atmosphere has changed already so the atmosphere continually changes so unfortunately we try and be right the majority of the time there are times when you know something doesn't go right so what we do is we go back and try and see well what happened why didn't the models get that or what changed in our forecast that caused uh the forecast maybe not to be as what we thought it was going to be so unfortunately that's part of the game and. It's more of a look back and see what happened and try and not let that happen again.
0: Nice. See, see guys, it's not always it's not the weatherman's fault.
1: Well, no, it's <laughs> not. You know, we, we you know a forecast is basically a, a guess. It's an educated guess, but uh, unfortunately, the uh, the atmosphere does what it's want what it wants when it wants, and uh, we can try as much as we can, but I don't think anybody will ever be able to accurately predict the weather even though we're trying with new technology to get better and better at it and we've seen some improvements in a lot of the uh, forecasting especially with hurricane forecasting the track forecasting is so much better than it was 10 20 30 years ago so we have a pretty good idea where something's going to go it's just a matter of how strong it's going to be that part of the forecast is still pretty bad and, and and it could be much stronger or much weaker than a forecast indicates.
0: Oh, okay. Getting some education here today. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you actually get diagnosed?
1: Well, back in 2013, not too long ago, I started noticing uh, while, while I was in my second marriage that I was tripping over things a little more and and maybe bumping into things. and And in 2014 I joined CrossFit and I started noting some difficulty, you know, seeing the kettlebell on the, on the ground, you know, it blended in, you know, no color contrast. And there was an article in the CrossFit website about a, a young uh, athlete, she was, she was 19 at the time, describing her adaption to having RP in the CrossFit gym. And as I'm reading that article, I started saying, you know, that happens to me. Well, that happens to me too. Well, yeah, that too. And so it started making me wonder if I had something called RP. So I brought it up with my, uh, my eye doctor, my ophthalmologist, and we started exploring the possibility and monitoring it. And then finally, in 2016, it was officially diagnosed that I had retinitis a uh, late onset of it. So usually, as you may know, and many people may know, RP usually strikes in your teens and 20s. But I I got it late in life, so I didn't get it until after I was fifty years old.
0: That's all right, wow. Well, you're probably think you're one of the first people had on the show that has had that experience. Because usually it's like you get diagnosed late because you just never thought. I mean, right. like some people, yeah, like, oh, maybe I was just clumsy, you know, and I, that's why I'm walking into things. And that was what my mom dealt with when she was growing up. But you know, uh-huh. after and she didn't get diagnosed until she was thirty-two. Um, so yeah,
1: I've I it's mean, interesting I that
0: it comes on that late.
1: Yeah, I had detached retinas in both eyes. I had a full detachment on my right eye back in uh, 91. And then in the summer of 91, then two months later, my my left retina started to tear. So I had detached retinas at the same time uh, in 91. So since that point, then I started, you know, taking better care of my eyes or, you know, paying attention more. Uh, I had a buckle on my left eye, so my peripheral was kind of limited a little bit because of that buckle squeezing the eyeball but uh, I just uh, started noticing it more as I got, you know, to 2013. So it took a while before I really started realizing my vision, something was happening.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, going back to what you mentioned about the whole CrossFit thing, and uh, I don't know if you heard one of my previous um, podcasts, I had mentioned what works for me when I go into a gym atmosphere is because when I used to go to the Y, you know, when you know YMCA was open, uh, I used to you know i always wanted to go into the weight room but i was apprehensive because it the way they had it, the weight room was very kind of tight everything was really close together and you know really compact and i was just like just it just made me really just uh i had some fear and going in there i was like ah that's a lot to trip on and i don't want to look like the guy you know what's this what's this guy doing in here he looks all you know disoriented so what i did was i waited until there was an opportunity uh that nobody was there and uh so i went in And I basically did some reconnaissance and I took pictures of every area of the gym. And then I was able to later on at home kind of study all that material and give myself an idea of what the layout looked like so that when I went in, I would know, you know, like I'd already feel a little more comfortable, which it did work. So, and I remember someone, I told somebody, um, that I had on my show had mentioned that she heard that on my show and she said, she thought that was a great idea for like, just in general, like when you're going out with David, cause she was still working and stuff like that. And she thought that was, there's areas that give her trouble in where she was working. And she's like, that was a great idea to just use your phone and kind of take pictures and give yourself a, a better understanding. Cause obviously, you know, you see the smartphone better than you see what's in the smartphone really better sure. than what your eyes are seeing.
1: Sure. And that's part of what, you know, we do with RP, we have to adapt and that's what you did you adapted to the situation by taking the pictures and studying your environment ahead of time and then you'd felt more comfortable doing it because you studied and and uh, scouted the area first so uh, again ad- adaption is something we have to do on a daily basis
0: oh definitely because yeah, we could just take the other easy the easy route out was just saying well looks like i'm not doing that right, and, right. you know, just Tapping out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. What What impressed me now is that there's so many things to do to work out. I, in in my CrossFit, you know, both on the uh, the two locations I've been at uh, here in Southeast Louisiana, the coaches have been wonderful. The, the uh, other athletes have been wonderful. They keep an eye out for me. They know what I can and can't do. They help me uh, to make sure that I don't, you know, hit myself on a bar that's uh, on the rack. Or something like that. So they're always watching <laughs> out for me. And and now I found this uh, company called Equiproducts. They produce equipment for adaptive athletes. There's a white medicine ball, a uh, wall ball, so I can see it better if it when it comes down because it's completely white and they have uh, white jump ropes that can, you know, show contrast on the dark gym floor, and they have magnets on it that you can put on the rig so that you can find it. So there's a there's a company out there that Produces sports equipment for adaptive athletes, so that's that's kind of something I never thought I would see, and it's wonderful because it does help uh, athletes that want to work out and want to be part of a community of uh, athletes, and they're helping everyone doing to do that.
0: I'll check that out because I find yellows work the best for me. Okay, like my my son has a soccer ball that's yellow and mm-hmm. black. Yeah, and I find that I can actually track way better than the just standard white and black ball. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I'd like to, cause I like, I use jump ropes. Obviously I love jump rope. I swear by it, jump ropes, uh-huh. but most of my jump ropes are all, you know, they're black. Right. So when I'm jumping rope and at the speed I jump rope, I don't, I'm really don't, it's, it's literally just, I just do it cause I know how to do it really well. Yeah. But I don't really see. Right. I can't really see. I, sometimes I'll catch it, you know, if I it really, really focus my eyes. But mm-hmm. if I had a, I used to have a green one, like a neon green one. And that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That one I found I could see much easier. So I think I definitely, that, that brings up a good point. I'm actually going to mental note that, so I can order something like that. Yeah. <laughs> up with a different color. Yeah, I
1: don't know how long they've been around, but I first noticed them when, uh, I found two CrossFit athletes that are visually impaired and, and one of them swears by this company and I've checked out the company and, and, uh, it's like crazy the the stuff they do and, and for athletes that are in wheelchairs, uh, you know, missing limbs. So uh, there's jump ropes for somebody that's missing an arm. You know, it's a, it's a jump rope. That's oh. kind of like on a PVC pipe on both ends that they can kind of twirl oh. to make it, you know, jump. Okay. So it, it's amazing. This, this company, they really take pride in helping uh, the adaptive athletes of, of any disability.
0: That's great. I would like to have like a neon green or, a, I want like a neon green or maybe a neon blue, like Olympic bar.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that would be cool like. Yeah. I always see like, cause like all that kind of weighted, all that gear is always black. You know? Oh yeah, all that yeah. Stuff's always tends to be black.
1: No, I hear you. I trip over those all the time when they're laying on the floor at the gym. So,
0: even I mean, if you know it's there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> even I, if I, you you really know it's there, it it's doesn't hard. matter. Yeah, it's
1: hard. Sometimes <laughs> I'll put I'll mark it with chalk so I can see it. You know the kettlebell ah, yeah. or the, yeah. the 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 plates. I'll put you know a line of chalk on it so I can at least see that that white contrast and have an idea where my kettlebell is or the uh, plates are.
0: I would love to see. I, I can almost envision in my head like plates that are like, say, yellow, uh-huh. and the writing on the plates is black. Yeah, and that would be awesome. Like yeah. that, I would have no problem telling. Like, oh, that's a you know, that's a forty-five pound plate. That's yeah. a you know, whatever, yeah, yep, clear as day. Oh yeah, so that'd be cool. I'm, I'll definitely have to check it out. I'm sure our other listeners who are big into fitness should also check out that company as well because yeah. we don't we don't think about that when we're um you know ordering off Amazon or fitness equipment, you know, right. like, you just get what, you know, what's there, you know, and like, and, or like, cause I, I'm fortunate enough, but I've been jumping rope for like so long so that, I mean, I could do it without a, you know, without trouble, but I really think it would be nice to have, you know, some kind of bright, you know, colored, something very contrasted rope that would, you know, I could see it a little better.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I oh, hear yeah. you. Good idea. So how do you feel now fast? Like, how do you feel? Actually, how'd, actually, how did you feel? When you got your diagnosis,
1: um, you know I've always been somebody that uh, has always moved forward. I mean, uh, I mean, I can tell you, you know, I've gone through two divorces, a, a flooded home, and Hurricane Katrina. So, you know, I've I've faced challenges before, detached retinas in both eyes. So, this was just another something that I would have to understand. And you know, I like. Movie So I, there's a couple of movie quotes that I, I, I like to reference to as far as my life is. One of them was from The Martian. They were talking about work the problem. Well, I have RP. What do I do to move forward? What do I do to continue to live my life and, and adapt to this? Because CrossFit also is about adapting and scaling and modifying. So I, I figured that. And uh, another quote that I love is from one of the Rocky movies where he talks about, you know, nothing's going to beat you down more than life itself. It's it'll beat you down and keep you down but it's not how hard you get hit it's about how hard you get hit and keep moving forward so those were two quotes that always you know stay with me and i just realized okay i'm not going to be able to be a meteorologist anymore what do i do now to continue my life well i thought about it and it made a, it was a no brainer to join lighthouse louisiana and to help people like me so now as a student teacher I'm helping adults and children maneuver and learn how to use the techniques for the white cane so that they can travel safely and independently using what little vision or no vision they have. So I think if I didn't find this so rewarding, I would have been more upset probably about retiring from a passion of being a meteorologist because I knew I was gonna be a meteorologist from sixth grade. I mean, that's all I ever wanted to do. So this was a, an easy transition where one door closed, another one opened. And, uh, you know, I'm just as happy as I was as a meteorologist now, you know, training to be an orientation and mobility specialist.
0: That's awesome. That's a, that's, that's the way the attitude we have to have. I mean, cause we always, it can always go one of two ways, you know, Yep. Yeah, like yeah. Miserable and sitting at home or you know, right. And I say, I'm- Hey, okay, this is what's in front of me. This wall is here. How right. can I get over this wall?
1: And I, I've learned
0: that <laughs> I've
1: learned that through my studies that a lot of people, especially older adults that are diagnosed and are losing their vision, they go through the stages of grief and depression. Uh, they they can't handle it and they're shut in. They don't want to do anything. So when we have some older adults come in and you know we try and encourage them and show them what they can and can't do, and and you'd be surprised the 180 degree turn in their emotions when they see maybe somebody like them or they're with you know, other people that have vision issues and they're able to do things with an adaptive method. There are many things we teach about how to daily living skills, how to rearrange your kitchen and bump dots from the microwave and a whole bunch of other things that we teach in daily living and and how to maneuver and there's assistive technology that helps uh, as far as writing checks and reading and. And uh, there's apps now. There's so much out there uh, for people that are visually impaired or blind that it's part of what we feel we do to make their life better.
0: Yeah, technology has been great for us. That's mm-hmm. a huge thing for us. So that makes a uh, makes the world much easier for us to navigate and uh, get done. But and I think that's why we have to continue like, you know, doing what we're doing, like what you're doing, doing CrossFit and doing all that stuff is we just got to continue to do that so that hopefully somebody out there, just like you finding uh, that that girl who had RP who was also doing CrossFit, you, you can look and say, hey, wow, that person's doing that. Yeah. I didn't even think I could do this. Like, it's hopefully somewhere, someone's gonna see you doing it. And, and then maybe they had the same thought, like that, Well, oh, my life's over and this, and then they see, you know, you're out there doing that. And that inspires them to just, you know, change their life. And that's why I do this podcast so that we can share these stories and get this stuff out there so that just in case there is somebody out there that we're, you know, we all have down days, of course. So hopefully that, you know, somebody can hear this and go, oh, my God, I am struggling with that same thing. And I was going that same, I had that same problem and I didn't, I didn't think about it that way, you know, so. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Part of it is, you know, advocacy, you know, advocating for yourself and helping to spread the word and and educate people, because, you know, if somebody's using a white cane, as I do sometimes uh, when I'm not in a familiar environment, people can tell I don't look blind. What am I doing with the white cane? And that's the uh, that's the thing that people with low vision have to deal with, is that they're not blind. So people look at him like, well, what you can you can obviously see, so why can't you see this or why can't you see that? So it's part of educating people that uh, there are more than just people that are blind. There's people that have limited vision, their eyes aren't working correctly or at 100% because of some kind of eye condition or brain injury or optic nerve damage. So it, it's a matter of educating the general pop, uh, population that there are people that are low vision that do need help, but they're not completely uh, blind, and they they have to adapt by using a white cane or or a large screen uh, TV. Or I just ordered some large print checks, which I think are awesome. But you know, people <laughs> are gonna when people get that, they're gonna think, "Is this real? What is this?" You know, it's a it's a very long it's a longer check and it's larger print on it. So I'm kind of excited to send my first one out and. See what people say when they get that.
0: Like, what the heck is this? Is this real? Oh no! I was like was is this is counterfeit? Yeah. What, what are you trying to do here, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, this is real. And that's why, like, um, I was just talking about on uh my next podcast. I think is coming out. I uh, was talking about we were saying that, oh yeah, there's a there's a big difference between being visually impaired and being blind, and that it, it's actually two separate things, and a lot of people don't understand. You know that concept. So like I have a shirt that says blind runner, you know, and I, it's not really something I really care like that. I don't like that. I don't like the words. I still don't. Um, because I feel it's putting me in a group of people that I'm technically not I'm not with really. Right. So I'm, I'm not blind. I mean, I have eyesight. I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have that. I'm in the middle here, you know, I'm in that gray area. So I'd rather say visually impaired, but I get that blind runner is quicker to read and quicker for someone to be like, oh, oh, I got to get out of the way. This guy's blind, you know, like, so uh, I understand that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, and, you know, unfortunately, sometimes we have to just educate people. And I try and do that through my social media platforms. Being a a former broadcaster, I had a lot of followers and and people that, you know, follow my Twitter accounts, my, my Facebook accounts. So now I educate and post different eye conditions or different lessons we do with uh, lighthouse. So I try and educate people on the journey and show them how uh, sometimes uh, street crossings aren't uh, easily accessible for someone who is low vision or blind because of the way the uh, truncated domes are facing directly in, into the middle of the intersection and not to, towards from crosswalk to crosswalk. So I try and educate people what those are for and why they should be at a certain a certain way to make it easier to cross. So it's just a matter of just educating. And, and the more we do, the the better off, I think, society will be to understand the struggles that, you know, we have as low
0: vision people. I hope so. So I know we chatted a little bit beforehand, but uh, tell our listeners where your vision is currently.
1: Okay. Um, as far as my acuity goes, I, I'm, I'm, fortunate my right eye the one that had the totally detached retina i'm still amazed Is my better eye i see 20 20 in it so that's amazing when you think about the retina as a little thin piece of tissue it was completely off the back of my eyeball and formed what a little ball on the bottom of my eye and the doctor was able to separate that and put it back on the eye so that's my good eye my left eye that had two tears in the retina i have a 20 70 vision so it's not horrible and uh, it's good, you know, corrected at 2070. Uh, my field of vision is the issue right now because I'm only at five degrees field of vision. So, you know, I only see pretty much what I'm directly looking at. As I mentioned, when I watch TV or the monitors when I was uh, as a meteorologist, I can see something on a monitor, but I don't see the rest of the monitor. I only see a small section of it. And so when I go to the movie, theater, you know, I have to tell my girlfriend, you know, I, we have to sit in the back. That way I can see more of the screen at one time instead of seeing up close. If I sit up close in the movie theater, I'm not, I'm missing so much action because I'm trying to move my eye around to see all the screen. So, so the field of vision is my, my main, you know, concern right now because it's only five degrees. So there's not much left in my field of vision. So at some point, you know, we're you know fearful that, you know, it'll completely go and I'll lose my sight. Completely, just as a matter of how fast we don't know. So my retina specialist has me on all kind of uh, different vitamins and different pills to take. So hopefully we're slowing that process down. But as far as a year ago to this year, I mean my field of vision hasn't changed much. So that's that's good. But uh, you know that's that's where my vision is at this point. My um, okay. night night's horrible. As many RP people RP people know, my night vision is you know bad. It's hard to get around at night.
0: Oh yeah, no. Blind is like I mean, geez, Even like like I said, after I got once I got diagnosed, it. I like that's what I always tell people. During the day, I was pretty. I, I was sighted, Mike, but at night it was like hairs blind, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah like, no, uh, you know, a-
1: and I have to wear sunglasses constantly during the day, even on cloudy days. So so the, the you know I'm uh, I'm photosensitive to to light a lot, especially outside. So dark sunglasses are a common. You know. Part of me when we go from the uh, gym to do some running i have to stop get my sunglasses put them on and and head on out and come back in take them off adjust to the light and and you know get back at it oh so. yeah
0: right that's that's so oh by the way i loved your rocky quote by the way because I'm, I'm a huge rocky fan so oh yeah yeah i that.
1: love rocky and you that know stallone schwarzenegger you know i'm a, i'm I like mindless, sense, senseless entertainment. I don't like entertainment you don't have to think about. So give me give me those two, blowing things up. You know, I'm good.
0: I mean, I was in the theater for that one in 2006. I actually went to, I saw Rocky Balbo in the theater by myself, but okay. still I got to it because nobody would go with me. But yeah. <laughs> I, I saw, was,
1: I saw I last night that. on TV the second to last one, Rambo,
0: you know, when he's in Burma. I mean, you know, oh, I, yeah. I, can never,
1: yep. I never get tired of Rambo, so you
0: know, <laughs> I love Stallone. I haven't seen the new one yet. So I still have to work on seeing it. Yeah, I saw
1: year. that one. I did see that one at the theater when it came out, and it was it was good. It was okay. Uh, okay. You know, kind of. You know, I think that you know, there's an end to the story there. So you know, who knows? I mean, he's talking about doing another Rocky or something like Rocky. I don't know. I've heard that. But not i
0: I'm, I'm never against seeing old people fight, so it's a, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll still watch it, you know. I
1: know.
0: So uh, no, so i um, Oh, you mentioned about vitamins and stuff. What are you? Uh, yeah. Are you taking vitamin A or? I'm you know, taking stuff? vitamin. I'm taking
1: vitamin A. Um, uh, there's other uh, vitamins. My retina specialist has me on. That's from uh, uh, Life Extensions. There's two of them. Uh, one's an NAD cell regenerator, and one's an AMPK uh, pill. Uh, there's also something by Long, uh a, a pill that he has me taking from them too, and of course the omega threes. You know you're taking so, so uh, uh, those are the ones I'm taking right now as far as uh, any uh, extra pills. So between you know besides that and my cholesterol medicine, you know I'm chugging down six seven pills you know a day.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I've been on vitamin A anybody out there who thinks it's like you know liver issues no no problem i just have my liver tested like december and yeah uh, yeah I'm still good
1: yeah blood work is mind. a common thing too for everybody that's on vitamin a that, at least it should be
0: blood work but i always hear people like that are like afraid to go on it because i think there's it's almost a bad stigma in a way i don't know i mean I, I i don't i think if you're drinking plenty of water you know mm-hmm. that's gonna be the most important part if you're on something like that it's could to be drinking yeah. keeping fluids and if you're like you and i who are like beer drinkers <laughs> uh, that's another you know that's a that's another important thing but i always i mean i drink like a gallon of water a day you know and, and actually you're a CrossFitter, so i'm sure you're you're big on hydration as well
1: yeah i love water i love i drink a lot of water I, you know coffee water and uh beer <laughs> pretty much my my <laughs> <That's>, three um, <laughs> vices but I, I do i you know i don't drink soft drinks anymore i stopped all that stuff a, lo- a long time ago every once oh, in yeah, a while too, too. diet coke but no it's just water and you know fit aid water um you know one one cup of coffee in the morning and uh and you know maybe a beer every now and then but yeah yeah water is very important i drink lots of water all day long
0: how good does a soda taste though when you haven't had one in like it forever? It does. It right? does. A
1: diet coke on a cold diet <laughs> coke. Yes, a cold diet <laughs> coke
0: is good every once in
1: a while. So when I go to the movies, you know, yeah, when, when I love movies. So when I go to the movies, I have to get popcorn and I have to get a diet coke. Those those are my things that I do at the That's movies. So you know, and and so I haven't been to the movies in a while now. So I'm waiting to get back now.
0: I, I'm dying That's to awesome. get to the I like movies. To see. You're like me. I have the same thing. It's not that, but it's it's a Sour Patch Kids and a Blue uh, Icy. Okay, okay. Those are my like. I that's what, yeah. Like that's what I need. Although now yeah. that my bladder is not as what it used to be, so now I I kind of sometimes if it's gonna be like a Star Wars movie where I'm gonna be there for like yeah. almost three hours or yeah. uh, you know um, an In Avengers game. movie where I'm gonna be there yeah, three hours, it, I'm yeah. I'm usually because, not drinking that.
1: Yeah, and you got to sit through the end credits for the two post credit scenes. And yeah.
0: Yeah, with those. You know, have, once we sit down in a movie, you don't want to get back up and try to no. like, you know, find the bathroom and navigate to. No, like you know, right. we, we like to, we like to just sit and that's yeah. it. We wait till the movie's over. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I have no, friends that it's... will like can leave and go to the bathroom, and come back. I'm like, that's a great thing to be able to do. That I just will never want to do.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's and it's difficult to do that if you know you don't want to have to yeah. get your who you're with to get you help you get out of the theater again. Yeah. Getting in that theater is just a nightmare for you know us with RP. Just
0: it's want... just hard to see. Yeah. Just want to get there, sit, I'm uh, done. Not Got have snacks. to go to the bathroom and wait till the end. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I definitely have other, if I do get a blue icy, it's usually a, a smaller one. <laughs> uh, no, I get the
1: big one, but I, I drink it very slow, you know, uh, medium
0: <laughs> large diet coke, but yeah. I'm not a big sugar
1: fan. So, you know, candies and sweet stuff, I can pass every day. I can pass those up, but give me salty, give me, you know, French fries okay, or the... chips. That's my weakness Ooh, okay. right
0: there. I like that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Brownies, I think are probably in terms of sugar. Probably brownies would probably be my biggest uh, weakness. Okay. <laughs> I can't all pass right. up a brownie.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, down here in New Orleans, during Mardi Gras, king cakes are a big thing, and you know, people oh, bring king cakes into work all the time, and you know, I can pass them up every day because I just did so much sugar and powdered sugar and icing and. I just you know yeah. I take one bite and I feel like I'm getting cavities already. You know <laughs> that's the way it is with me. So I I can walk past anything sugary uh, all day long.
0: That's funny. Yeah. Um. So you mentioned movies, obviously being one of your like little things you like to do. Uh, what are like what other things you love to do?
1: Um. Well, besides you know CrossFit and movies, um. You know my son and I we uh we had this little routine for a while where we'd go to concerts together. So. I I love music. So music I love, you know, so I've taken him to see uh, Kiss and Def Leppard, the Eagles, Guns N' Roses, uh, Linkin Park, um, Bon Jovi. So we, we've done concerts together. I mean, he grew up listening to my eighties classic rock. I mean, he, he had no choice. He's in the car with me. You know, I had, Uh you know, ACDC, I had, you know, Rush, I had classic rock on and, and so he grew up listening to my music and then he got into more of the heavier stuff and he got me into some of his bands. So we kind of appreciate each other's music and we uh, have a, a love of, you know, going to concerts together. So uh, it's been about a year or so since we've gone to one because of schedules. And, you know, I was away last summer with school and he's, uh, you know, now he's going to start our job. So. You know, I don't know when that our next concert adventure is going to be, but we've traveled or, you know, saw some you know bands here in New Orleans. So, you know, concerts are something I, I really enjoy. Uh, I enjoy music.
0: I'm telling you, between the music that you like and Rocky, I think you know I would have some fun times hanging out with you. Oh yeah, <laughs> and your son. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you I'm know, off I for some Lincoln Park I... and Motley Crew and yeah, oh yeah. You, know, you know. Know, I, I, I very, I, I have a very eclectic taste of music, but yes, yeah, so a lot of i I'm a definitely an '80s hair metal guy. Yeah, oh
1: yeah. Now I love all kinds of music. I mean, there's, I mean, classic rock, of course, more than others, but I'll listen to other stuff. But uh, it's not the love I have, you know, for the music I grew up listening to. But, uh, you know, I appreciate music. I mean, I don't know some of these guys today, these bands today. I mean, I'm watching the Grammys last time, and I didn't know who anybody was on the Grammys. You know, I'm like, who's that? Who's that? You know, it's just that, you know, I just don't listen to a lot of that. But the only time I hear a different variety of music is when I'm in an Uber or Lyft ride, and the driver has something they, they listen to. So, but, you know, I don't know a lot of today's music.
0: I'm thirty nine and I don't even know half those people sometimes when I watch like the Grammys or like the M T V music awards or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh so and so, just one, you know, artist of the year and it's like yeah. who? Yeah.
1: And today's who country music guy? doesn't sound like country music to me. I mean, I'm like, wait, that's
0: that's country? <laughs> no, it's all pop now. It's like yeah, it sounds
1: now. like it, yeah. So I mean, I, yeah. I you know, I listen to some of the stuff, but you know, it's not like the old days growing up, and you hear that every day. And it's not, you not know, like remember, uh, you know, Kenny Rogers. Or, yeah, or I mean, I nothing, grew up. You know, my, my dad had you know Willie Nelson, George Jones, Conway Twitty. You know, I listen to that. That's country music to me. Then you know, maybe as far as Garth Brooks, that's about. The
2: extent to mm-hmm. yep,
1: got yep. to, then post Garth Brooks, anybody, I, I stopped listening to country music. Uh, so, you know, Garth's one of my favorites as far as country
0: music goes, too. Or Johnny Cash.
1: Oh, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like, went to the Johnny like... Cash Museum in Nashville. I we went to go see Linkin Park. He's got a museum in Nashville, and, you know, I love Johnny Cash. Now, speaking of movies and Johnny Cash,
2: <laughs>
1: my a movie that got me into westerns way back in, it's a movie nobody really knows about. It was called the Gunfight. Kirk Douglas okay. and Johnny Cash. They were in a western together, where it was uh, like a, like the very first pay-per-view, I guess we can call it. You know, people gunfighters are fighting, killing each other, but these two decided, hey, let's do this for money. So they sold tickets at a big uh, bullfighting arena, and they had to duel each other for. Uh, all the prize winning. So that was a, a movie that I loved Johnny Cash in, Kurt Douglas, of course, but that got me into Westerns way back in the, I think it was the 70s that that movie came out, but nobody knows about it. It's little known, but I can't find it anywhere, you know, on any of the Netflix or Hulu's or anything like that. So, but that's, oh, wow. the Johnny Cash was, you know, was pretty good in that one.
0: So how do you feel like your vision has affected you doing these uh, activities that you love? Like what ways have you had to kind of change or adapt?
1: Yeah, it makes it a little harder. I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, I don't do too much at night unless my girlfriend's with me. Uh, and she's wonderful at, at, at this now because, uh, she's, uh, you know, we just, uh, started seeing each other about almost two years ago. And, and, you know, part of me was worried that, you know, she, she knows that she knows everything that what it, what's involved with having to, you know, be with somebody that's visually impaired, how I would have to be assisted walking into dark restaurants and, and guided. Uh, you know, and that that plays a part in, you know, your thought process. you know, is this somebody that's going to be able to handle this or or do this? And and she's been wonderful. She's been wonderful and and uh she's been very supportive and helpful of me and And, you know, like I said, it's just a matter of adapting and, you know, she knows, you know, how to tell me we're coming up on three steps, you know, just so I'll know in case I didn't see him or uh, she'll verbally uh, tell me something now instead of, you know, it's over there. Well, she'll say my two o'clock. So she's very good now at adapting to help me. And, uh, you know, like I said, in the movie theater with this in the back so I can see more of the screen at at one time. Uh, I try and arrange my place where. Color contrast helps me to get things done easier because, of course, you know, uh, I have a dark phone case, and I, you know, I'll never learn. I still put it on my dark coffee table, and I still can't find it for a few minutes because it blends in with the coffee table. So I've got to learn either to get a, a bright colored design uh, telephone case, or just don't put it on a dark surface anymore. So it's a matter of adapting, and you learn as you go along, and. And what works for you and what
0: doesn't? Oh yeah, no, I have uh, I have the same issue. We have a we have a black coffee table. We have a black couch. Uh-huh. The remotes are black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the remotes are like, cart- what am I gonna not learn? Like, I should yeah, yeah I should t- put some like yellow tape on one of the them uh-huh. or something just to give yeah, just to have some kind of contrast. Yeah. That's that's, that's uh, too funny. All right, they I can't stand it when you put a remote on the couch. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, this is not, I need the remote always to be where it is. Because if you remove it, now I'm sitting here like uh, forever trying to find a remote that's probably right in front of me. Yeah. (laughs) And a lot of
1: times they are right in front of you. I'll look for my glasses and I'll look all over the place for them. And they were, they were, they were at one of the places I looked at because they were there. And it's just a matter, you know, with that small central vision, or the contrast, yeah. you just don't see it. So it's a little frustrating at times. Sometimes I laugh because I'm like, you know, it was there the whole time. You know, bonehead.
0: Oh, I walk back. I I, I take a step back if I'm like doing when I'm doing laundry, taking laundry out. Yeah. And uh, I know I probably dropped a sock or dropped yeah. something like oh. to make sure. Even if I look, I'm like, oh, it looks like I got everything. What I'll do is I'll step all the way back. Yep. So and then look back. Uh Uh-huh. And be like, oh, nope, I missed a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no.
1: You know, you learn all the tricks, you know, stepping back. Absolutely. That's one thing we all have to do when we have a small vision, a field of vision that, yeah, you got to back up and so you can see more of the area. Sure.
0: mm Mm-hmm. Yep, it was just normal routine things. But yeah, over there is like the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. I, Unfortunately, my wife still does it. Still, you know, after all these years still. But yeah, it's, oh, yeah. Oh, it's right there. And that's, it, Where's there? Yeah, that's what we try to <laughs> educate
1: the public when we're out giving <laughs> yeah. lessons with clients. When we're at a mall, you know, part of our, our lesson plan is to teach the adult to ask for directions or ask for assistance in the store, in the mall. And, you know, the the, the salesperson is like, well, it's over there that way.
2: And, you know,
1: <laughs> and so the, the person has to say, well, which way is that way? I don't see very well. Uh, and they say, oh, OK, you know, you have to go towards and, and they'll be more descriptive. So, it, yeah, it's a matter of just trying to educate people because it's not the same. And if you don't look like you have vision issues, they don't understand why you, you can't see what they're pointing at.
0: Yep. Yeah, I hate, to go I, I
1: hate the part. And I'm sure you've done this many times is that somebody puts their hand out to shake your hand. You don't know, it's there. and that's nope. happened to me before. I made my announcement that I was visually impaired. You know, as a, a public TV broadcaster, people would come up to me all the time at, at you know the grocery store, you know, out you know in the evening and restaurants and stuff, and they would put their hand out and you know I would hear you gonna leave me hanging or you know
2: yeah yeah yeah
1: my my girlfriend say, oh they're trying to shake your hand you know and people don't understand that you know why you're you're, you're not doing that and. You know, there was a point where I didn't say anything yet because I didn't want, you know, there's an image that you don't want your meteorologist not to have good vision. (laughs) There's a joke there, too. So, So so, you know, you have to realize that there's some limitations. And if you're not advocating and letting people know, then you're going to have to, you know, come up with the excuse. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you or, you know, something like that. But.
0: I can't, that uh, I adapted to that. Like when I was young, I just would automatically put my hand out all the time and just assumed yeah. automatically that people were going to shake my hand.
2: Uh-huh. So that
0: if that happened, yeah. and even if they didn't go to shake my hand, then I don't at least look like a jerk. <laughs> right? <It's, yeah. laughs> if they yeah, miss mine, then it's like you're a, right. I started like, with that too. Yeah,
1: yeah, you have to. I <laughs> mean, it, I, you know, I hate the thing too when you're in a you know like a uh, you know a, a dark uh, place and. And like a dance or something and somebody comes up to you and, oh, hey, how you doing? You know, it's good to see you. And, and you already talked to them already that night. You know, <laughs> you, you think it's somebody new and you don't see them clearly. And it's somebody you already talked to and you're acting like it's somebody new. So that's something that's kind of frustrating as well, that, you know, you don't see them well and they don't realize that. Oh, wait, I just talked to you. So.
0: Oh yeah, are yeah. you, you walk away? You walk away from the conversation, and you say, "Oh well, it was really nice meeting you." And they're like, "We've met before."
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, <laughs> it's, it's me, you know. It's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So now that you know everybody uh-huh. knows my condition, you know, and you know, it, it's a little easier that, uh, you know, when we made my announcement a, a year ago, you know, I got a tremendous outpouring of uh, well wishers, and you know. For even still to this day, people come up to me and wish me well and say they're praying for me and all this and that. And and it's just it's nice because people know and I don't have to uh, what it's a term we learned in school. I don't have to pass anymore as a sighted person because uh, many people that are trying to hide it, they they try and pass as a sighted person. So I was trying to do that for a long time. I would go to the grocery store at seven o'clock in the morning when they open. So would be less people and i would literally not have to bump into somebody you know in a crowded grocery store so now it's it's more that people know my i have a visual impairment and you know they're very kind very nice or they'll say hey it's it's so and so they'll introduce themselves even though i'll know who they are just so i'll know that it's that person i'm talking to
0: right so besides the you know the things we just talked about and like, you know, over there and handshakes, are there any questions or maybe people being little wise guys uh, that maybe have said things to you that that bothered you? Um, You Hey, can you see my hand or things like that?
1: I have some, some of my CrossFit friends, they joke with me a little bit, you know, and (laughs) it's fine. You know, I, you know, being a meteorologist, you have to have a thick skin because you're always criticized and, you know, get all the jokes about, you know, your forecast. But uh, you know, nothing's really upset me that much. I think the only thing that bothers me is that if somebody—and we learn this in school—that we don't want to be yanked and pulled, you know, in a yes. certain direction. And you know, that's happened to me a couple of times, and I've you know politely explained, you know, let me let me hold on to your arm, you know, as a you know the uh, the uh, human guide technique. Let me hold on to your arm above the elbow. And, uh, you know, you can guide me that way, you know, you know, instead of somebody grabbing you by the arm or by the hand and pulling you in the direction they want to go. So that's the only thing that that bothers me a little bit, because nobody with a visual impairment or, or blind wants to be yanked and pulled in a direction.
0: No, I, I never like feeling like I'm a pet. I don't yeah. like, you know. Yeah. I don't, I don't, or a child or something like that. Like, no, 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 no. Like I'll grab your shoulder. I usually grab my friend's shoulders or something like that when I'm going into restaurants and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I don't, yeah, don't, don't grab my hand and just be like, uh, and and lead my, lead me around. It's, it's just, there's, there's better ways. Yeah. There's better ways to handle that.
1: Yeah. It's a matter of respect too. I mean, it it does make us feel more uncomfortable or, or, you know, I don't want to say demeanored, but you know, it, it is, uh, a matter of a a touchy subject for, I guess, a lot of us that don't want to be yanked and pulled in directions.
0: Oh, no, yeah. So here it comes. Who wins in a fight? You are the (laughs) wet floor sign.
1: Oh, man. Oh, I hate those things. Uh, (laughs) I hate those things, because, you know, (laughs) you know, one of the the funnier things that happens to me all the time is that, you know, being in the public eye, everybody knows who you are, right? So sometimes you're trying to go to a grocery store or Walmart or something, and, you know, you want to, you know, get your stuff and come out. You say, I'm happy to talk to anybody. If they want to come talk to me, I'll talk to, to anybody. But if you're trying to, you know, quietly, you know, covertly go in and get your stuff, but you end up kicking that thing and making all the noise and kicking it, <laughs> you know, several feet. It's like, Hey, it's like you're saying, Hey, I'm here. Hello. <laughs> so yeah, I, here's I the blind this. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I hate those white, uh, those wet floor signs. I really do. Yeah.
0: No, oh a, yeah. That's that's no, they're I absolutely think. the worst. That's um, a I say, I, I say every podcast and I'll, I'll continue to say it. it's always the worst part is almost not knocking it over. It's trying to find it to pick it back up uh-huh. to get it back. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, you can't, and you're like, where is it? And then, and you're like, you know, I give up. You know what? No, no. Like, with just, right. I meant to do this. <laughs> yeah, don't care uh-huh. anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny you brought that up because yeah, that 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 is a that's a, a horrible thing to to have out there on the floor. That they yeah. they should outlaw those things.
0: Oh, they should. I saw I, uh, one of my first, one of my early podcasts, one guy, uh, he actually bought one so he can shoot it, take oh, it out to yeah. a range and that just like, <laughs> yeah, that's good,
1: that's good. <laughs> that already
0: came out. That another woman we talked about saying, um, you know, those rooms you can get where like you could destroy a bunch of stuff if you want, like their anger rooms or something yeah, or whatever yeah, they're called. Yeah. I said yeah. they should have like something like that yeah. filled with different, various different weapons and then they have wet floor signs everywhere and you could just like take baseball bats and do whatever, oh, just yeah. totally get your frustration out on
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Those things are the enemy.
0: Yep.
1: I, I, I could see uh, Arnold or Stallone, you know, <laughs> blowing those things up. That would be, that would make me happy.
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> go out there with like AK-47 and just like. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's
1: a good idea. I might try and get one and, and see, you know, maybe, you know, go out to a shooting range. And, yeah. They're, they're like eight bucks.
0: There. Yeah. something like that they're not that expensive no okay oh i wanted to also create i was trying i really still want to try to create and it hasn't caught on yet i wanted to do like a wet floor sign challenge and like where people like find creative different ways to destroy a wet floor sign
2: oh yeah uh, no that'd be great Melt it. You know, everybody just do their own
0: little f- something funny like maybe you put a picture of somebody on it or something whatever, whatever you know just oh yeah have some have some fun with it you know yeah you can uh, put hopefully your... maybe sometime we'll get that going
1: yeah, picture of your, you know,
0: I don't know. People hate Tom Brady. Maybe put a picture of Tom Brady <laughs> on there. I don't know. <laughs> Belichick, yes, somebody, just, you know. There's, so. there's, yep, there's more. There's tons of creative ways to do this. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, see, but I'm not. I'm not. A, I don't dislike Brady or Belichick. I mean, you know, I I don't. You know, I know a lot of people, you know, hate them, and you know, I can't stand them.
0: No I'll be honest. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not a Tom Brady fan. <laughs> I, I think he's crazy though for leaving and going to uh, Tampa Bay because I just don't think I think he's going to get hurt within like the first couple of games um, yeah. because they just they don't have the infrastructure like uh, Belichick had set up for uh, Brady right. to protect him and stuff like that. I just it's, it's a whole new even, even though in, I know he's going to have his buddy to throw to. But right. I, I just I don't I don't think it's going to be the same. You know, and at that age, like, yeah, father time is going to get you. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't outrun it. I mean. He takes one bad hit, and at forty something years old,
1: yeah. Oh no. no. Well, we're we're kind of excited here in the NFL South. We have you know here Drew Brees for the Saints, Tom mm -hmm. Brady's now with the Bucks, Matt Ryan. You never know what Matt Ryan's going to show up. Uh, You got Teddy Bridgewater, the former Saint, now with uh, Carolina. So uh, you know we've got some you know pretty decent quarterbacks in this this uh, division down here. So we're. I'm I'm weird. What's that?
0: I'm weird because I'm not. I am not an East Coast football fan of anybody. I am, uh-huh. uh, I am a Cincinnati Bengals fan.
1: Okay, well, you got Burroughs, the LSU guy, so that that's that's a, that's something to look forward ho- to.
0: I'm hoping something good happens. I mean, we we were doing so sure. good. We we had things going for so long, and then we just couldn't get back. To, we couldn't yeah. get past that first round of the playoffs, and uh, yeah, and then we just now we just past couple seasons just suck, but yeah.
1: But <laughs> I, we're all hoping Burrow does well. I mean, he's an outstanding quarterback, and you know, can throw the ball and read the uh, defenses. So, hopefully, they can put pieces around him that'll help him succeed because he's he's a heck of a quarterback.
0: That's what we need. Yeah. So if that's good, I that that sounds promising. So yeah, I mean, he's we're, we're <laughs> if, if all, we even have football this year.
1: Yeah. I, well, the, I mean, <laughs> I, I heard today that they plan on having the season in September with people in the stands. So we'll see.
0: All right. We'll see. At least maybe maybe that's something to look forward to. I guess.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm one of those where I'm wearing a mask everywhere I go. I mean, yeah, I'm still nervous about you know COVID out there, and you know, my girlfriend and I went out for the first time last Saturday to a restaurant, and you know, we had a mask on in the restaurant, and you know, we were fine. We didn't care. You know, you had to take it off to eat, of course, but
0: yeah, I
2: mean,
1: but we're not. (laughs) You know, we're we're still pretty careful. You know, it's it's out there now. With a bunch of mass gatherings, you know, Memorial Day, we're all waiting for more flare-ups and all the crowds with uh, with a lot of protests going on. We're just worried that oh yeah,
0: that's uh, bounded that we're going to see spikes, we're going to yeah, see a, yeah. like another wave or spikes yeah. coming.
1: I think I saw today that Florida's spiking again. They're having a a lot more case, new cases going on, and you know, they're the one opening the beaches too. So you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm still worried. It's still out there, you know. So uh, oh yeah, t- we until we get a, vac- a vaccine and, you know, we're all still very vulnerable.
0: Well, I say like, I mean, we I know, I mean, you have, our, you know, we have RP, so we're used to kind of being quarantined anyway, because, yeah. you know, we spend a lot of time at home and not being able to get out. And uh-huh. so... My friend my friend's like man you're like an expert level i'm like i'm like yeah I'm like, you guys are all like complaining about not being able to go out to the beach and not yeah. be able to do this or not be able to get your hair cut or whatever it's like this is all normal to me yeah <laughs> i've
1: been fine the past month and a half it's great i mean i've gotten stuff
0: done, <laughs> yeah you know. yeah 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 getting stuff done around the house like uh-huh. just, yeah just kind of keep busy and you know and it,
1: and... it was also kind of good because it helped me with my final part of my spring semester at school, you know, catching up and getting ahead of the school stuff. So that it was also a blessing for me to to have to stay home and not go to work and and that allowed me to to get all that, you know, schoolwork and homework done and and you know, get ready for my finals. So, I you know, I, you know, I, I I've said this a lot, you know, but I, I have nothing really to complain about. So, everything's been good. Uh, you know, I I look at each day as a good day and Always something to try and do to make things better for me or anybody else. So, uh, you know, I think I the biggest
0: f- issue though probably is going out in public though, because I've, I've, it, from what I've now discovered, going out uh, to recently, I, I haven't been out in a long time, and um, seeing in the arrows and things like that in the stores, it's like that's wonderful for people who are sighted, right. But if you're not sighted, you're not gonna know where those yeah. where those markings are and, and arrows right. are and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's it's not yeah. something really set up in place for everybody.
1: Right, and you know something I notice now that I I think I'm more sensitive to and it and it, it bothers me more is that you know coming from the media, I started noticing in my last couple of years that you know the media, not only my station I was at, but national media and local media, they start putting stories together. And there are words on there without anybody reading, and to music. And a lot of those words are important information, like you know, COVID information or information about the story that they're running and stuff. And you know, somebody that that can't see or can't see well has no idea what what's on the screen because they can't read that. Nobody's, you know, they don't hear the words being read or told. And I've noticed that a lot more now that. You know, commercials are doing that. There's commercials that are nobody saying a thing, but their are words to music, and you know, people are missing yeah. out. And I don't, I don't think you know the and I've tried to bring that up a couple of times when I was with the station, but you know, that's just a trend that you know media is going to the stories and words and uh, no narration, but just information set to music, and that's something because that we're me.
0: we're expected to adapt yeah. because we're expected to adapt. Yeah, that's what they, yeah. the world isn't, the world should be adapting really to us. They're, yeah. whereas they're expecting we're supposed to adapt. Right. So they're just and like, we're going to put this out and we like this. You guys can just figure out how you're going to get that information.
2: Yep.
1: Yep. I mean, it's nice. It's artsy and it sounds good. It looks good. But, you know, if you're trying to get information across, not everybody's getting the information. And, you know, that's something that, you
0: know,
1: I guess they haven't caught up to yet.
0: Yeah, because we got screen readers and stuff like that, but we don't got like TV that can do the same that could do that right. same thing for you, you know. Yep. Which which be fine, but I mean, know yeah, maybe maybe in the future we'll have things like that. Technology will be added into uh, into TVs. Mm-hmm. That can't hopefully, be that far yeah. out.
1: Yeah, hopefully one day, or we'll get visors like Jordy LaForge in Star Trek: The Next Generation. You know that he's able to see yeah. all these different. Uh, <laughs> Infrared images and all these wavelengths and stuff, so
0: it'll <laughs> <That'd> be awesome <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm a Star Trek geek too, so there's that Star Trek reference
0: <laughs> I never got big into it I, although I did enjoy watching the next generation, so I do like I love yeah. that, I love him and all that stuff so was that was my uh, that was my star trek uh, okay. experience yeah no
1: i'm, <laughs> I'm got I I'm watch them all the yeah. only thing now that They've got two new series on CBS Demand, but I'm not paying for another service. So I
0: no, there's just so many like yeah, or whatever they have yeah yeah Bacard
1: okay. yeah, and they've got Discovery. Those are the two um, yeah new Star Trek shows. But I, I'm just not going to pay for something else. You know, it's just ridiculous.
0: And like everybody Plus. has their own streaming. Everyone has their own yeah, service I'm now. Not, it's like
1: I'm not paying for Disney Plus or HBO Max or all I, you know. Uh, you know, you're going to go back to a, a high cable bill, bef- like I had before. You know, I, yeah, I got it makes rid no of
0: sense. That's right. Yeah, I yeah. got rid
1: of cable because the bill was so high. and Now, I've got a, you know, you know, Netflix, Hulu, Sling TV. That's all I need. You know.
0: Yeah. They should make it so that like you could like package it yourself. Like, okay, you want to spend fifty bucks a month you can choose this many apps or you know uh-huh. this many you know this many you know, streaming services and there yeah, you yeah. go just make it like okay there you go that these are the ones i want this is what i want to pay blam yeah uh, it's just I, there's you know. just
1: so many out there now and everybody's competing uh, and plus it makes no sense
0: because mm-hmm. after a while um like you said if your bill gets so high you might as well just go yeah. back to cable and just because yeah. once you get cable you can pretty much download any of those apps and watch for free because it's part mm-hmm. of your cable back package.
1: Right. right. So. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm not that big of a techie. So, uh, you know, I'm pretty simple.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I guess, I
1: I just, like we said, with the Skype, I hadn't used Skype before, so I wasn't sure exactly how it works. You know, zoom, but I, I'm a zoom expert, you know, zoom, everybody's using okay. zoom. <laughs> And school. Yep. Our school works on zoom, our, our classes. So, um, uh, you know, zoom, I'm familiar with Skype. Then I heard something, uh, there's a, something called Google Hangout? There was something else that's out there. that I I said, I've never heard of that either.
0: Yeah, it's actually been around for uh, quite a while. Google Hangout. Really?
1: See, I Mm -hmm. have no idea. So uh, I'm low tech. I know what buttons to push to get things to work, but ask me to put something new or learn something new. You know, I'm I'm an old dog, man. I I don't like change. (laughs) I'm
0: an old dog. i've I've always been the i'll figure it out kind of person like i'm not i've I've made myself a techie techie person like i mean i was the one at work that people used to bring me their phone so i can jailbreak them for them okay and and literally i only it's not like i was going anywhere they couldn't go i was literally just youtubing videos and stuff and seeing other people that would show you how to do it and then i would just do it and then after a while i got really good at it and then I that's it i would just I could just do it without having really to look at the videos. Okay, um, I stopped doing it after a while now. But now same thing. I I broke my um, the Fire Stick for the TV, okay. so was like same thing. It's just I, I really just pulled up a video that pretty much almost anybody can do. Yeah, and I just followed the video, or if yeah, uh, you know, um, replacing my son's screen on his iPad for like the fourth or fifth time um and i just same thing i just pulled but pull a video up and just watch the guy do it And i just yeah and, and you just do it people like wow you replaced like a screen on an ipad I'm like you could do that like i'm like yeah yeah
2: it's
0: really not that difficult it's just small stuff but i mean yeah. like, once you do and once you do it like three or four times it's, it's uh pretty yeah. easy yeah i guess parts not to I, get
1: I have resorted to uh, YouTubing something to find out how to do something. So I've done that a couple of times recently. And and you're right. It, they, it, it makes it easy for somebody that doesn't know how to do it. So that's what, you know, because I need easy. I need simple. I need it simple, stupid, because I, you <laughs> know, I need it dumbed down for me so that I can understand how to do something. So that has become very helpful in the past, uh, you know, several years with YouTube, you know, giving lessons like that.
0: And it's all out there like everything's out there i mean like i'm uh we just bought a house in october last year and everything i've been doing now has been a lot on youtube if i don't know how to do something i you know put a toilet in or do this or you know remodel that or heck i was buying a lawnmower and i wanted to make sure i was getting a good lawnmower so i was like literally watching reviews of a lawnmower on YouTube, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. so you know it's it, it's in multiple videos of people using that lawnmower just to make sure like it was good, and um, yeah, so YouTube is like huge. Or I like to work on cars. You get stuck on a car problem, boom, uh-huh. on YouTube. It's, it's we're, that's another reason why yes, yeah, people like you know, we're lucky you know to uh, live in the age that we're living in right now that we can oh, yeah. have a problem that comes up and, and almost immediately overcome that issue, boom just by looking yeah. it up it's right there the information's right there
1: well you're you're a lot younger than i am so you're more adaptable than i am i'm still yeah. that
0: old dog i don't <laughs> like new tricks so you're still young <laughs> enough to
1: do all that
0: <laughs> like my mom my mom well i thought you know my mom's impressing me my mom like I said, she's got nothing almost like almost no vision and, Uh i got her an iphone uh last year yeah and she's very much like me where she'll just figure it out she'll get frustrated in the beginning she'll be like she'll want to throw the phone and the next thing i know she'll be like you know what i figured it out it took me this long, but I finally got it and now I'm good at it. I'm like, I, I go, mom, you always do this every single time. That's why I know you'll be fine. And I was like, you're going to complain about it and then you're going to just do it and you'll get it done. So that's, that's awesome. probably where I get it from. That's awesome. Uh, so she's like, now she loves it. Now she says she can't go back. She loves the iPhone and, and all that stuff. So it, you, you could really be any age. My mom's like, you know, almost sixty five, I think. So okay. yeah, she's, uh, so you can, you can do it. It's a, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I mean. She was fortunate enough to have been sent um, after she got diagnosed with RP. I think, I don't know how much longer after she got diagnosed, but um, she went to one of those schools. Yeah. They teach her how to use computer. Yeah, yeah. And, and all that stuff. So she's had like the training. So she's always been able to do like send emails and, awesome. and all that stuff. But now she can text me now. And, yeah. <laughs> awesome. And all that stuff, which is like still weird to me.
1: Well, now, but, uh, now, now I know I can call your mom for help when I'm stuck on something there.
0: Oh yeah. So, but maybe I, that's why I highly recommend I, um, Apple products though, yeah, to people yeah. who are visually impaired because they're like you. They're like you just mentioned. You said you want simple. Yeah. You want it to function the way this is what you wanted to do, and and you don't want to go through many loops and holes and steps mm-hmm. and all that stuff to get something done. And Apple, that's how Apple is to me. I feel they're just very user friendly. Oh yeah, yeah, um, they are. With their that's it.
1: Their apps. Uh, a lot of their apps are free. Where Androids, you have to pay for some of the those apps that they have that are. For assisted technology. But yeah, iPhone is really, really good for uh, visually impaired. We we teach a lot of uh that with at Lighthouse as well. And and the uh, iPhone is a, a big plus for some of our clients that do have iPhones.
0: Yep. And in the environment is like, oh, I I'm trying to get my mom to get a uh a Mac laptop or something because she she's eating through PCs. And okay. now I just saw so my like, mom, you mom, like, just get a get a Mac. I go, you already like the iPhone. So you're already pretty much going to be used to how, I mean, you know, it, the operating system is very, just much more simpler to use, just like iPhone is and, um, and the environments work together there. You know, yeah. so it's one exactly. giant environment, you know, that it works hand to hand and there all the accessibility is amazing. So it's, you don't have to like have all these separate programs like you have on the PC. It's already built into their operating system. So it, it's just, it's just, it's just no brainer to me.
1: Yeah. Well, wow. Now I'm not a big. So if you uh, can get your,
0: oh, sorry. Computer guy either. So, so uh, you know, I need help with a lot of stuff sometimes. Well, you can call my mom, sure. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> so if you can get your vision back, yeah. <laughs> Like today or tomorrow, what would you be the first thing you would do?
1: Um. um you know, I mean. I, I mean, it's probably the same as it is still now. There are places that I still want to see while I still have some vision. I've got kind of a bucket list of places I'd like to go still to see. So if I had my vision back completely, it would certainly be probably the same places that I have on my list right now. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm trying I'm doing everything I, I normally do, but it would be uh, traveling to those places again. You know, I, I want to see. Uh, I want to see the Grand Canyon. I've not been there yet. I want to see the Grand Canyon. Uh, I'd like to see Mount Rushmore. Uh, I'd like to see Alaska. So there's these places that I want to see while I still have vision left. Uh, but if I had complete vision, yeah, I'd still want to see those places. And I'd probably appreciate it more with full vision. Uh, so, yeah, it's just seems seeing some places in the country.
0: Would you consider going back to work? Could you see um, yourself a, going back into being a meteorologist, like uh, uh, getting back into it?
1: No, because I think I'm enjoying more now. Uh, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. You know, being a meteorologist was rewarding, helping people through severe weather and, and uh, you know, hurricanes and severe weather. Uh, this is also rewarding in, in servicing the community that, that needs help to become independent. Uh, so, no, I think I would stay what I was doing now or what I hope to be doing now once I finish school and pass the exam. So no, I think I would stay with what I'm doing.
0: Awesome. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's always, I think like, you know, we tend to, and I always say that we, we, we tend to appreciate things more than other people. So yeah, that's always the simple things. Uh, like I said, I've said, I wanna be able to just go out and go for a run at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Because that's something I've never really been able to do. Right. So. And, that, and it seems so weird to just be like, "That's what I would do," but that's probably one of the things I would do, or like, do something I couldn't. Nighttime has always been our hurdle, so mm-hmm. it would be great to just be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, you guys want to go for a run or do this at like eleven o'clock? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and and, you, and you know, and,
1: safe. you know, a lot of people probably don't understand. Really, that's that's what you'd want to do. With,
0: yeah, cause yeah, right, yeah, like yeah, you can't. Uh, you you just know. you just got your vision back, and like, like that's your. That's your yeah. go-to, like yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I just this is, I've, you know, I've never been able to just interact at nighttime with people, and it would just be yeah. kind of cool to, yeah, yeah you know. know and and it goes
1: back to people don't appreciate, you know, what they have when they have it because they, they don't think about it, and when yeah. you don't have, you don't have your vision, you know, you appreciate it more of what you have, and you know, so that's why when we go through school and we help with our clients, we we put them under blindfold so they'll know what it's like completely without vision. Oh, yeah, and. Yeah. You know they they appreciate it a lot more once they take the blindfold off that you know I've got vision. I'm thankful I have some vision left so and we do it with oh, you yeah. know just people in general that want to take a blindfold class to see what it's like. you know they realize how difficult it is you know when you have a you know when you lose one of your senses, you don't appreciate when you have it until mm-hmm. you, you do lose it or you're losing one.
0: I also say that it's um it's 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 diff it's it's like we're adapting every day because mm-hmm. our vision is constantly changing. So we're constantly having to uh, go through this over and over and over again. Whereas someone who's blind, there's that initial adjustment and then that's it. It's not mm-hmm. like they can go blinder, you know? And right. like right. for us, it's like, I feel like I almost, and I, I mean, it's not like a competition or anything, but I'm saying, it, I feel like being in the middle is like such, it's so hard, you know, to really yeah. constantly have to never know what you're waking up to or, uh, like you said, even yours, like you don't know how, where, how fast yours is deteriorating. So, and you can't plan for that. You can't be like, oh, well a year from now I'm going to go and I'm going to go do this trip. Right. You don't know like a year from now where, you know, your vision is going to be. And if you're even going to be able to do it, like the way you want to do it. Right. Where okay. someone blind, they already know exactly what, that's it. Like once they've got the training, once they know how to do their, can't use their cane and Nick dog mm-hmm. or whatever they're using, like, yep. That's it. They've adapted. There's it. There's there. They've learned. They're all set. Like Mm -hmm. there's no further, there's no further changes.
1: Right. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's like you said, it's, it's appreciating and learning how to, and that's what I had to do. I adapted when I realized I was losing my vision. I, even before I joined lighthouse, I, I took a blindfold class. I started taking the uh, cane uh, training that, uh, one of the O and M's that is still there, uh, I started taking lessons to learn how to use a white cane because at some point I probably would need to use one. So I started ahead of time to get ahead of the, the game and and learn uh, the white cane, even before I knew I was going to school to to become an instructor. So I, I knew yeah. I was planning ahead and and trying to prepare for it. And that's, you know, what you gotta do. You gotta, you know, make a plan and, and try and put yourself in the best possible position you can be in when something does happen.
0: They say that's best. Like, they say the best time. Like, because I, I, I use a cane, like, but I just taught myself how to use it. Okay. And, um, and, uh yeah, like, I but I use it because I want to use it now while I, I can still see so that, yeah, right. kind of give myself a, you know, be comfortable with it and, and, and all that stuff where, you know, I don't want to just be like, okay, well, now I have to use it. Right. But, um, But, yeah, definitely. The, the same thing with a dog. I'd like to at some point get a dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to, because they say the best time to get a dog also is while you actually still have some vision so it's definitely like but good point to like not wait like you said and just and kind of be ready you know for the for the changes that are probably coming right right so and that when they hit you you're like oh this isn't so bad
1: yeah you know and right now while we have some functional vision the cane mm-hmm. is an extra tool that helps us to you know locate drop-offs if we don't see them you know steps yep. or you know curbs or you know wet floor signs so so yeah you know we we do uh, encourage using a cane even if you have some functional vision because it's an added, an added tool to help you know for your safety to travel so yep. it is important to use a cane with uh, you know low vision as opposed right. to just being blind and having a cane
0: right because uh like i said rp is gonna hit you in your mouth it's just gonna, you know, like yeah. uh, like Rocky. You know, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna knock you down. Rocky's gonna, yeah. you know, RP's gonna knock you down, and yeah. you got to be ready to just keep moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And
1: and for anybody out there that that's listening, if you don't feel like you can do something, or or you know, you, you don't think that you know you have anybody around you to help you or something, there's always help out there to reach out to you know, one of the local lighthouses or schools for the blind that's around the area or just through, you know, the RP Facebook page, you know, we can, um, you know, there's always help around or encouragement or support. Uh, That's one of the things uh, my lighthouse has. We have support groups that we get, get, you know, some of the clients together just to talk and just to you know, talk to each other about what they're going through, and so there's always help out there. Please don't feel like you're you're helpless or it's hopeless. There, it can, because it's not. You can learn how to do things. There's people out there to help, and and it's it's not the end of the world. So that's something that we try and teach, and hopefully through, you know, your podcast and all the other schools and people that are out there, you know, we we want to help each other. We want to keep each other going and and staying positive, especially through, you know, this transition that you know, you may be going through learning, you have a vision loss or an eye condition that's going to take your vision from you. So, so please, you know, know, nothing's hopeless. So please reach out and and look for some support.
0: It's all good, all good information. Same thing, uh, like I said, if if you're looking to do running or getting into activities, there's things like when I'm, I'm part of Achilles, there's an Achilles international and almost all over the United States and all around the world. Actually, Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's one by you, but I know, um, Achilles International is a huge organization. So, oh. so that's another good point to just always look around. And yeah. if there's things you want to do, there's probably some type of an adaptive program available in your area uh-huh. to help you do that.
1: Yeah. We have, an, a, we have a tandem bike club at, at our lighthouse where we have a, a group of people that uh, have a sighted you know person on a bike. And on the back seat is somebody that's visually impaired or blind. And we have the uh, Saturday bike rides that we go to a couple of the parks around the area. So there's all kinds of stuff, you know, for people to do for physical activity. And, you know, CrossFit is very good with adaptive athletes. You know, you don't have to be, you know, CrossFit's for any athletic ability, you know, it's not for the fit, it's for anybody, any age, any uh, fitness level, it's great to get out and be with people that care and want to help. So yeah, you're right. There's always some kind of physical activity group or, or organization that helps you know people stay active. Um, you know through one of my papers I had to do in school, I did um, uh, physical fitness for visually impaired. Tai Chi is very popular with the older adults to help with the balance for visually impaired. Uh, so Tai Chi is something to look into. It's amazing that there's all kinds of you know really uh, physical levels that are high or low that you can get into, and uh, it's just a matter of doing some research.
0: Definitely, I, I highly recommend that um, doing some type of martial art or yeah or tai, you know, tai chi because I, I mean I take martial arts so and I think That's it's great cool. for uh, and I think it's probably the reason why I'm probably still like really good at my balance is yep. you know because of that so and I think yeah having RP and that that hand in hand yeah you should definitely uh, um, look into doing things like that tai chi was nice I took a trial tai chi class and I thought it was really cool oh okay cool definitely something I would uh, consider uh, pursuing if I could
1: uh huh. And there's there's so, a you know, I also saw there's some kind of uh there's different programs online for visually impaired to do exercises where you know you're verbally given instructions that you can follow you know in your own home to do some exercises so so there's a lot out there so yeah it, it's great that uh that the uh the world is uh starting to see the need to help you know people that are
0: blind or visually impaired mhm definitely. I was trying to put together that I'm still trying to, at some point I wanna, we're just gonna put like some workout videos on my uh YouTube channel to start, like that were more descriptive mm-hmm. for uh athletes like myself and uh, st- you know, maybe, and also blind athletes. It's yeah. just tough to really kind of get that verbal down, you know, to really figure out what to say, so that yeah, uh, someone who's blind is tough because how do I describe to somebody who's blind what I'm doing right. who's never even seen right this motion or like yeah. visually impaired is a little easier like okay i can work with someone like that like myself but yeah. someone blind how can i describe you know just hey we're gonna do a warm up i need you to put your arms up and down like like i need to have this here and here and try to yeah. do it in a way that it's still not slowing the workout down and we're still right. able to you know get it we're still able to get warmed up properly and all that stuff or you know yeah. or like sometimes i do a motion where it's like I usually just go over and under with my arms, you know, and just kind of getting loose. What I'm, I'm like, how can I describe this? And then someone's like, well, I just you know, tell them to hug yourself, like hug, let go, right. and hug, and open up. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, so, you're right,
2: because just...
1: you're right, because somebody that's been blind from birth has no concept of some of the ideas and the uh, things that we we talk about, or 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 you know, because we we we've learned in school that you know a child can feel the different parts of the elephant, but they can't put it together in an image in their head because they've never seen what an elephant looks like. So you're right, Mm -hmm. you know, it's hard to describe things that some of us have seen to someone that's never seen it. So, yeah, you're right.
0: Which leads into my next question. Uh, uh, Our dreams are always altered by that and uh, what we see and things like that. So uh, in your dreams, are you visually impaired or fully sighted?
1: I I don't think I've ever had a dream where I'm visually impaired I, I don't recall anything yeah. like that so I think I'm still fully sighted doing things because um, nothing strikes me that I remember having a visual impairment in a dream so I I, I haven't huh. had one of those yet
0: I was wondering about that we were always we, that's always a big discussion we talk about you know like what um, is somebody who's blind you know what do they dream and I've yeah. you know I heard sound it's mostly always sound and stuff like that and or as people have changed over time, you know, their, their dreams will start to change also because, you know, it's your, it's what you're seeing in your brain, you know, fix those things up. I feel like, you know, so if you start, or if you're thinking about something a lot, you know, it plays out in your dreams. So I think if you're thinking about your vision a lot or that's what happens, you know, you start, you start, I I guess I've, I've said before in my episodes that I am driving and my dream. And I'm just, I, it's not that I am visually impaired, but it's like, I have a feeling of, I'm not supposed to be doing this.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I know, I'm like, what am I doing? like, I'm not supposed to drive this car. Like, but I have to. And yeah, like, and that's, it's weird. And I think, and and I think it's just because I I think about it. Yeah. You know, uh,
1: now it's it's uh, been about five years since I've driven a car and, mm -hmm. and, uh, I can say I don't remember any dreams recently where I'm driving a car. So that's probably one aspect that has changed in my dreams because I don't remember okay. ever driving a car anytime in my recent dreams.
0: So you're not visually impaired technically. You haven't seen that, but you're, you've are you at least had changes technically in your dreams because you haven't experienced yeah. driving yeah, so I don't long have, yet.
1: Yeah, I don't have a dream of driving anywhere. So, yeah, that probably has – yeah, that's a good – Point. I've never thought about
2: that.
0: Yeah. Well. Wow. yeah Like. Like. Yeah. Think about it has been that long since you've had a dream where like you're just cruising around your car or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. So. That's... I, just, I feel like that's something that will change. I think as you, because I think I've had somebody on here also that, yeah, they used to dream more fully sighted, but then yes, like I think they're more visually impaired now in their dreams. Or some people like yeah, some people like you where it's like they never really, yep, yeah, nothing really happened. Right. Know, like they're still dreaming the same or. Yeah, or their dreams are so weird, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so I always like to hear what answers I get from them. Yeah,
1: that's a good question. That's a real good question.
0: So thank you. So I, I only thought, like I said, because I, I started having it happen within the past couple of years. Yeah. Because up until not too long ago, I was still having, you know, regular dreams. I never, I never had a dream that, you know, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, I was wondering if that was a thing.
1: No, maybe, maybe because for me is that I don't miss driving. I've always hated okay. driving. I hated driving a lot. I've, I've always hated it, so I don't miss it at all. That's one thing. It's, it was
0: stress. I miss it now that I don't. It's funny because now I miss it now that I don't do it. Uh-huh. Um, but it, but I remember how stressed I was yeah. towards the end. Oh well, yeah. And how much work it was yeah. to drive because That's it true. was just planning out where to go, making sure I knew where I was going to be going. And, right. you know, what time was it going to be when I left? Cause yeah. it was going to be nighttime. And I knew it was going to be an issue getting back home. Right. And um, like, just it, it was just too much work. I was like, this is just too much. I'm like, driving should be fun. Yes. <laughs> no, I think the
1: stressful part for me when I was driving the last, you know, two, three, four years, you know, here in New Orleans, we have huge thunderstorm downpours, you know, sometimes daily. And, okay. I couldn't see if I was in one, you know, you couldn't see, I couldn't see anything with my vision, you know, starting to, you know, fade, you know, with the glare, the the rain and the sun, oh, you know, it's awful. It's uh, so worst. I was, I was so anxious if I knew I was going to be out driving and there was a storm around because I knew I wouldn't be able to see while I was behind the wheel. So I would change mm-hmm. my routine. I would go to work hours earlier if I knew it was going to storm when it was time to go to work. So I would beat the rain. Or not have to deal with it, or I'd stay at work a lot later to wait for the storms to. Oh, wait for them to die, so that I wouldn't have to drive in it. So, uh, you know, it it got more stressful for me, especially with the rain. But mm-hmm. I, I I just don't miss driving at all. See,
0: you were doing something. See, you were doing something similar to me too. Like, or yeah. so you had to start planning. Like, yep. you had to really start. It's, and it's just too much work at that point to yeah. worry about all that. Oh yeah. I used to do the same thing. I hated storms. Like, yeah, I'd be it. Yeah. You know, like if it was raining, it was like then and out. And now, now, you, now it took like you know what normally would be difficult anyway because it's driving back at night but now you've added this factor in and now i'm like oh Oh, yeah and then and god forbid it's a road that doesn't have any uh lines on it
1: right yeah 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 those are oh man Uh, like
0: at least have some type of feeling where i can be like okay well i'll ride the white line yeah and i'm good as long as i can see the white line yeah right just ride the white line
1: yeah Yeah. and and then fog you know fog was also a Big deal around here. We're surrounded by water, so fog and yeah. So yeah. You know, I depend on that yellow line on the shoulder and the white line, you
0: know, in the middle. And yeah, just try to, yeah, just trying to. That's all. Keep I would an eye on it, and then, that, and that's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I oh many times I remember like when my vision started shifting and I started having problem with um headlights. Yeah. Like, geez, when an oncoming car would be coming, oh, I'd yeah. ha- I I would look to the right all the time. I'd have to mm. look down. Like when that was happening, as soon as it happened, I'd have to look down at the the breakdown lane. Yeah. Just for that split second. I'm like every time I'm like, man, I've I've been lucky like driving like that something hasn't happened to me yet. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: so that's why now I don't mind getting into an Uber Lyft or a paratransit system, you know, to, you know, go to work or wherever I need to go. So I uh, I enjoy that. It's 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 good. I don't miss driving at all.
0: Uber Uber's one of the greatest things probably ever happened to a visually impaired.
1: Yeah, Uber Lyft. I mean We she's... don't have to
0: worry about we don't have to worry about actually looking awkwardly trying to pay a taxi guy. We right. can like it's already Yep. It's all set. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there's no there's no need for social interaction. I mean, you can talk, obviously, but there's no need to actually worry about, okay, I'm gonna get my money, I need to make sure I got to see what, how much what, how much it is, because then the guy can like stiff you, right, kind of lie to you, because I mean, if you don't see very right. well, and he knows that he could tell you, you, he, you know, it's more than what you really owe. And, and, you know, so <sighs> I feel like that's good.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's been a, a you know a godsend you know with, for people that can't drive anymore because if you don't ride the bus or the paratransit system you know those are great to to have you know available if you if you can afford you know to do it you know I I did some of it daily for a while and you know that adds up you know financially but but still you know it's a godsend they just pick up the phone call for a ride there's a price you don't have to do anything you can tip on the phone if you want and there's no money exchange so it, it, it's good.
0: No, do you feel like they should offer a discount to the disabled?
1: I have mentioned that to both services before,
0: because I'm a, I mean I
1: ride them all the time, um, and I've mentioned that to them before. I mentioned to some of the drivers, you know, that it'd be great, you know, have some kind of discount for somebody that's visually impaired or blind or disabled. And you know, oh, you know, the driver, oh yeah, you know, bring that up at the next time, and you know, it just doesn't seem like Uber and Lyft care enough right now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because I've, I've had some issues recently where a couple of the drivers for both ride shares, they're not wearing masks and they're required to wear a mask. And so in the past week and a half, I've been messaging the support group about them and telling them, I said, you know, it'd be nice if I got credit for that ride since, you know, the driver wasn't doing what they're supposed to do. It'd be great to get credit for that because they're supposed to. We're doing what we're supposed to. You know, they're not. Yep. So it'd be nice to get a credit, you know, to show that, you know, you value your customers, you know, to give them some kind of discount or credit on that ride. But, you know, there's, oh, well, we'll take it up and, you know, we'll take it up with a driver. But, you know, it's. Yeah, nothing falls on the Yeah, it's just a waste of, you know, me trying to, you know, advocate that, you know, it'd be nice to have some kind of program for people that are disabled and use your services all the time, especially as much as, you know, some of us do.
0: I feel there's got to be a way that it could can, can be done and financially doable and not, you know, and so make it worthwhile. Because then the other problem would be you wouldn't want a driver to intentionally not pick you up or to pass you, pass taking your ride up because they see that, oh, I'm not going to get paid that much because that guy's a visually impaired uh, customer. Mm-hmm. So I'll just let him, I'll let somebody else get that guy.
1: Yeah, but it, it I don't know, it, it shouldn't fall on the driver to be, um, penalized. To yeah, it yeah, shouldn't right. be the driver to be penalized. I know. And a lot of the drivers, they they talk about, you know, the 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 amounts that they get from their their rides and and you know one ride share is better than the other for the drivers, but you know, they still ride with both, drive with both. But yeah, it should be something where the driver's not penalized because you're right. They could think, oh well I'm going to cancel that ride. You know, I know who that is or uh you know I'm yep. you know I'm picking somebody up at a lighthouse. Well chances are yeah, that's
0: probably, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, So maybe one day they'll uh, take that into account.
0: I hope so. That'd be nice. I mean, like I'm fortunate enough in some cases, because I have uh, um, the local chapter, you know, the Achilles, we actually have our own Uber account. Okay. So if, if there's a situation where like, I can't get a ride to get to one of the races, yeah, they can Uber me there. It won't cost me anything. Oh, good. So, that's fortunate i mean that's where we're seeing a little bit of change there yeah but that's a but that's that's good but we need more of that right oh yeah you know like, like i said just an account you should be able to have like I said it's a month it should be like a monthly fee or something mm-hmm. and you get unlimited rides and...
1: yeah yeah i mean i'd be happy to pay a monthly fee of something you know
0: yeah right yeah, yeah. i'm saying no, no i can't i'm not i don't want to pay i'm just feel like it's too i mean as someone like yourself who like i said you're using that service quite often yeah I mean, Hey, you know, you, you're a dedicated customer. I mean, you're going to, you know, they, you're going to, you know, you're going you know, to get, you know, they're going to get, you know, trips out of you. Yeah. So why not, you know, hook me up. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think, you know, the, 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 um, probably the philosophy is right now, well, they're still going to ride with us. So why charge them less
2: if there's, yeah. they have they, to ride they need with us. This, so, right. Yeah. I,
0: yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I was happy enough to discover that they offered like, you know, the discount for, um, taking the train
2: yeah
0: like i love that i'm like oh my god i'm like yeah like i was paying this all along i was like i could be couldn't be paying this yeah like okay cool i was like 10 bucks i can handle that going to new york city or whatever it was (laughs) so but yeah uh i want to thank you for being on today that was uh, a very informative um i hope a lot of people got a lot of good stuff out of uh out of this one
1: Uh, hopefully so i enjoyed it thank you very much anytime you somebody like you likes to promote you know positive things about the rp it's always great to be a part of that so i thank you very much for your podcast
0: oh you're very welcome i mean like we, none of us none of us know everything and no and um i think we all have a something to uh put in even even the people that are like oh i'm just this person i have rp it's like they don't realize that they're they they there's something that they know uh-huh you know that's worthwhile that could could definitely change somebody else's life they just don't realize it because you just you know you're just I just have RP. I'm just doing this. I'm just doing my thing. You're like, what do I do every day. And, you know, but that's something really, something somebody didn't even think about that you're doing every day and that you took, you kind of just didn't really think about. Right. So and we're all important. Yep.
1: <laughs> I like using the hashtag uh, RP strong. So, you know, we are and we got to keep being that way and helping each other out.
0: That's it. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And uh, if you didn't work out, go enjoy your workout.
1: (laughs) That's tomorrow. I try and do Monday, Wednesdays, and
0: Fridays. I'm old,
1: so I need that break in between. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. Well, enjoy. All right, Mike. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. See you next week for another episode of Living Free with RP. I've never
2: met a challenge I wouldn't face.